0: welcome on in everybody to another edition of the porpoise pod brennan tobin here alongside my co-host alejandro solana what's going on man how are you
1: i'm good man you look tan
0: dude i am i am tan i am daiquiri filled it was a delightful vacation and it's good to be back let's go baby
1: i love it it. i don't i I don't get tan i I just get pink like i i burned that's it
0: Dude, I get, uh, I, I, you know what's crazy? It was like, I go out there, the first day is not very warm. It was pretty, like, brisk and windy, and, you know, like, I, I it was one of those days, but it was sunny, and I got, like, just deceitfully burned that day. Like, on my forehead, it just really got to me, and I had, like, the Joe Zagaki uh, uh, yeah. sunglass tan line, just bad, <laughs> bad when I got back, but thankfully, I've had some time to even out a little bit. Uh, in the days following, but, uh, yeah, man, it's going to be back and uh, a good day to be back as we you know, we've been celebrating a lot of college basketball down in South Florida, rightfully. So the absolute, uh, capital of all things hoops, but, uh, today was an interesting day as the owner's meetings have gotten underway and, uh, Mike McDaniel holding court. You know, I've decided Solana, I don't want Mike McDaniel to have a podium anymore. I want him to just be spitballing at a table. Give him one microphone and just let him go, dude. This this guy was waxing poetic today.
1: There was something about him just being surrounded by reporters, but he's at the center of it. You know, it's like he's holding court. It it reminds me, I mean, this is such a weird reference coming from me, but like those fireside chats back in like the 1940s during the World War uh, when FDR, again, not that I was around and not that I should even know about it being a millennial, but... That's what I imagine FDR was doing. Just like all his, you know, his team around him, he's just sitting down, holding court, and he's like, "Hey, listen to this." By the way, no way FDR was looking as swaggy ever as McDaniel did no. today. What do you What do you think about for those who didn't see McDaniel? He's rocking like a blazer, but the blazer, the, the sleeves are like a like a sports sleeve almost, where uh... it like he can roll it up. I I, I don't know how to describe it. He's
0: a uh, he's a big uh, right 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 uh, past the elbow type yeah. of guy. That's where he yeah. likes it. You know nothing. You know he doesn't have anything in the buy showing. He just likes a little bit past the forearm. But let it breathe. Let it breathe. That's a, that that's his look. That's that's what he's got going on usually.
1: I loved it, man. I love. I, I'm a hundred percent with you. Get rid of the stupid podium. Just have him sit down on like a bench, preferably like a picnic table. And just just have him kick back and and just start delivering whatever it is he wants to deliver.
0: It was great. Um, all right. So the biggest news of the day was Lamar Jackson, which is always a a topic of interest for South Florida because Lamar's from down here. Um, it it would it would quite obviously please a lot of people when Lamar Jackson came down to play the Dolphins when the season wasn't going very good. And the Dolphins are losing a lot of games. They refer to him as the homecoming king. Um, Lamar Jackson's beloved down here. He is. And there are people, uh, I would say, I would say a, a pretty vocal minority that would be very into having Lamar Jackson on the Dolphins. But the Dolphins have at every turn quite publicly said, Tua is our starting quarterback going forward. We're invested in him. Uh, I believe Mike McDaniel today used the word elite distributor, I believe was uh, how he described Tua. And then uh, really went on the record with a couple of their beat reporters later on today about the pursuit of Lamar Jackson. And, it, and, and just basically quadrupled down on the idea of the team being in Tua. that action spoke louder than words, that they took up the fifth-year option. That was kind of their signal if they didn't signal it enough that Tua is their starting QB. But uh, what did you make of Mike McDaniel just putting it all out there that the Dolphins are out on Lamar Jackson, which is what a lot of teams are doing publicly with Lamar. And I feel bad for Lamar because I do think he deserves a big contract. But the Dolphins are in a bit of a different situation. You know, Tua was a a quarterback rating leader last year, was an alternate pro bowler, Um, obviously has his health questions, but is not like in the situation of some of these other weird teams that aren't in a Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah. And he was an ultimate alternate pro bowler because of the amount of games he missed had had he not. And I know that that's the question. I know I get it. I understand the dilemma surrounding Tua is availability and durability. I get it. Um, But I, I, I like this approach Tobin. I'd rather the dolphins just commit to Tua as they've done. And I'd rather them just come out and say how they're, how they're saying at every turn, this is our guy, like not, if, if they were in the Lamar sweepstakes, you know, I, I understand that, um, it, it's, it's a, a very interesting dynamic that he brings. I understand it's a very interesting, um, type of acquisition that they could go out and make because Tobin, I mean, I, I think you'd agree with me. If the dolphins today had Lamar Jackson, they're probably su- one of the Super Bowl favorites. Like I, I, I think that's, that's how much Vegas and, and even those outside of of South Florida, that's how much they, they value Lamar Jackson. They believe he's a better quarterback than Tua. Um, But with that being said, I like the Dolphins sticking with Tua. You and me are two guys. So I I mean, I guess, uh, you
0: know, it's, you know, know it's funny though, man, part of me feels like if they did get Lamar Jackson, I feel like they wouldn't be super bowl favorites. And you want to know what's going to piss me off? If he goes to the Patriots, I feel like they're going to treat him like they are Super Bowl favorites, which they won't be. And I think I find that to be very uh, annoying because the Dolphins do have a good quarterback. I think Lamar Jackson's great. I think he's an A-plus dude. He's obviously super talented. Also has his own durability concerns, by the way. He does. does. Um, But I don't feel like they would be uh, penciled into Super Bowl favorites if they got Lamar Jackson. Hmm. I feel like they still would pick the Bills. And I feel like if Lamar Jackson goes to the Patriots, they're going to treat it like they got the reincarnation of Tom Brady, which annoys the hell out of me.
1: Maybe. I mean, I, I don't think so. I, I see what you're doing there, but I, if he goes to the Patriots, you're right. Like dolphins immediately drop to last in the AFC East in terms of odds. And like everybody now is idolizing Lamar Jackson. Oh, you pair Lamar with Bill Belichick. The opportunities are endless. Like that's endless. definitely how it would go. Uh, well, but- look, it,
0: but, it, it, Yeah, it, it's definitely one of those things, like, they're always going to – I get why he gets the respect. He's, you know, the second greatest codish of all time next to Don Shula. But it, it's still, you know, he ain't got his fastball anymore. Come on.
1: And never forget it, by the way. Don Shula, numero uno. One. Um, Didn't cheat. I, I, I like what the Dolphins are doing. Every opportunity they get, Tua's our guy. They've shown it where it counts, which is the fifth-year option – and, and they're committing to him. And I, I prefer that than having an off season right now because the Dolphins wouldn't have been able to trade for Lamar until after the draft anyways. I prefer that and just going all in right now on the guy that you currently have, the guy that showed you that he's more than capable of of, you know, having winning football, producing winning football when healthy than three months of, well – Tua, you know we're sticking with them, but we're open to every option available. And then the day after the draft, you're trading for Lamar Jackson, and and like I I didn't want any part of that at all, and I didn't want any part of the amount of money Lamar's gonna get, the amount of draft capital you have to give up for Lamar Jackson. So I guess where we differ is I think they would be one of the Super Bowl favorites, certainly more so than with Tua right now. But again, I I, I like what the Dolphins are doing.
0: Uh, Mike McDaniel said on the fifth year option today with Tua, he said, um, he said, I hadn't really paid attention to the fifth year option timeline. It was more like, all right, you know what? Especially the members of the media, the South Florida need to know this. We need to tell them when the fifth year option is. Once we knew, we knew we didn't have to play unnecessary poker face for no reason. We knew once we did our due diligence in the process, it made a ton of sense for us. Uh, So we wanted to communicate that and get, get it done and move forward with our lives. So they wanted it like, look, and it honestly also took a twist today because, uh, new dolphin safety, Deshaun Elliott, <laughs> uh, it, it really, uh, got himself a full heap of dolphins Twitter today because, and I actually didn't know this with Deshaun. I didn't know that he played with the Ravens. I, I knew him coming over from the, the lions. Sorry if I don't know every safety in the league.
1: Oh, did he um, play with the I didn't even know that. Right, like
0: play with Lamar for multiple years. Gotcha, gotcha. So he tweets out after Lamar has his letter today, where Lamar Jackson officially requested or revealed to the world that he had requested a trade weeks ago from the Ravens. Which, by the way, a hilarious troll job by Lamar doing that right as John Harbaugh is speaking to the media. Just unbelievable. Chef's kiss. Un- chef's kiss.
1: Un- unbelievable timing by Lamar.
0: Well done by him. And by the way, I think it's smart thing by Lamar Jackson who's trying to get the ball rolling on this because you want to know something every year we have something out of these owner meetings where these owners get snippy with each other and, and give double middle fingers to each other. So he has all the rich there together and you know, someone's going to say something and then someone's going to go trade for Lamar Jackson, give him a bunch of guaranteed money. Well played by Lamar. Uh, very smart. But anyway, Deshaun Elliott gets on, uh, gets on social media and he posts basically something like hashtag, Come to the Dolphins. And everybody's like, whoa, hey, <laughs> hey, man. They have a quarterback. They have a, they have a QB. And I remember this was happening as our show was going on, Solana. We're watching this, and we're, we're, I'm literally saying, I'm like, how long before you think he deletes that tweet? How long before you think that thing is taken off? And not, I don't even think a full 10 minutes goes by. And all of a sudden, he's just like, relax. It's just Twitter. And he did delete the tweet, but that guy got a full help of two and on today.
1: What, well, how are we handling this? Like, are we giving him a pass? Are we doing the, oh, he, he was just BSing on Twitter? Like, I, I, I don't know how I feel about this.
0: I think he's handling it hilariously. So I am going to give uh, Deshaun Elliott a pass. I Look, there's a couple things that factor into this. One. He's been a dolphin for three seconds. He's literally never put on the uniform. Uh, two, he is friends uh, or teammates. Former team, he is former teammates with Lamar Jackson. I assume friends, uh, and he's never played with Tua. I assume you know when he comes down here and plays with Tua, he's gonna love Tua. I bet you he jokes about. I bet Tua probably sends him an edible arrangement. Probably, probably laughs about it with him right away. You what, listen. Don't forget about Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle praised Mac Jones over Tua. And, and how did that go over? Jalen Waddle and Tua, best of friends. You know, his safety blanket. He loves him. So I'll give it to Sean Elliott to pass. But it was funny. I'm just like, man, really? Like, not, even the young players are, are are stirring the pot with his large axe. We just want to get away as far from it as possible. I think we just got to learn to live with normal, dude. The Dolphins fan has to accept some normalcy, some consistency. This offseason, no Tom Brady rumors, no lawsuits. Just your team is trying to get better and and like Mike and like Mike McDaniel said, let's try and improve. Let's let's move on from just making the playoffs. And I don't
1: think we know how to deal with it. Wasn't wasn't there also another Tom Brady rumor like yesterday or oh, today? Oh my god. Dude, <laughs> I walked in today to the studio and
0: like they're talking about Tom Brady back to Miami because one of the McCourty twins, I think Devin, yeah. went on Chris Long's show. I was like, oh, yeah. I could see it. It's just like, hey, guess what? Every Patriot who gets to say, I could see it, we don't have to make it a story. All right. For every uh, Zolak or Bruschi or McCordy or Gronkowski or whoever the hell wants to come on here who were Patriots, I oh, could see Tom. Hey, you're not original. Can we move on? Let me know let me know when 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 OJ McDuffie says something, I'll <laughs> I'll 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 bat an eye at it, okay? When Ricky Williams says I could see it, I'll bat JT or Zach Thomas. Then I'll but if you tell me one more former Patriot says I could see Tom Brady coming to
1: the... shut up. I don't, know. I don't think I'm ready just yet to give Deshaun Elliott a pass. Bro. Anybody who's played in the NFL, anybody who's played in the NFL over the past two seasons, anybody who's familiar or just follows the NFL is pretty in the know about how polarizing Tua Bailoa is in Miami. I, like, I I. don't care if you're a player and you don't follow the league because you just take care of your own business and you go home. Like If that's your excuse, fine. But, bro, you're telling me you you – Literally signed with the Dolphins, and less than a month later, you're talking about another quarterback who is also very polarizing down here. You're calling for him to come, bro. He's your former teammate. He's not your former teammate. All I know, Tobin, is Tua lit up the Lions last year in Detroit, yeah. and now this guy is in Miami for a, 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 a two minutes, and he's talking about bring Lamar Jackson to Miami. I don't know, man. Like I, I'm hoping Tua doesn't forget this. That's all I'm saying. I'm hoping Tune On doesn't forget it. Because the yeah. second this guy, the second this guy we get a video of Tyreek or Waddle burning him in practice for a touchdown, I want that bitch to go viral. Wow.
0: Viral. I mean, like, look, I don't want it to be the next uh, Vince Beagle who's out here, you know, trying to get his his like Javon Holland did say he was like laughing at it. And Deshaun Elliott said, Bro, it wasn't even that serious. And Holland responds with a bunch of laughing emojis and says Nah, fam, nah, fans be blowing bleep up. It's never been serious. Oh,
1: come on. Come on, Javon. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that, Javon. This isn't, this isn't him, you know, talking about bringing in another tight end or bring back Mike Kaseki Like th- th- this is the argument of all arguments that we've been having for four seasons and will continue to have in Miami. And he came in here. For a week, and he's stirring the pot already with Lamar Jackson.
0: <laughs> you gotta earn your Twitter stripes.
1: I'm just saying, man. Like, you, uh, how could you? I'm, I'm obviously, I'm, I'm being a little overdramatic, but how could you be so oblivious? I get
0: it. I think, I, I do think it's one of these things. Like, I don't think you know till you know. Like, this guy's sitting here and he's trying to like live life with Man Campbell as his coach. You know, like I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows what Tua anon is. I think he's just like, you know, he's like, oh, my my friend is really good. My friend, I would like to play with my 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 former teammate again. He was really good. I, maybe he thinks he's better than Tua. I don't know. Okay, and- here,
1: here here's my thing. No joke. Let's say Deshaun Elliott signed with the Bills. That's all I'm saying. He signed with the Bills. Does he say that? Does he tweet the same thing? Probably not. Probably that's not. My, that's my issue. That's my issue. Like. If he if he signs with I, I guess Green Bay isn't a good example. Cincinnati. Who's Cincinnati. Uh, if he signs with the Chiefs, mm-hmm. is he saying the same thing? No. No, right? So that that's my problem with it, where it's like, okay, I mean you're he he's kind of throwing a diss to Tua because you know he wouldn't tweet that if Josh Allen was his new quarterback. I he you wouldn't tweet that if Patrick Mahomes is his new quarterback, if Joe Burros you'd say is his new quarterback. Why? Because he knows those guys are the best quarterbacks in the league. You can't throw a slide at him a week into being on the organization, but he's comfortable doing it when Tua is his quarterback. Mm. I don't know, man. Like, like get, get your head in the damn game. You know what I mean? Like realize, I hope yeah, I realize hope he's, what's going on.
0: I hope he's a lot clearer with Fangs' game plan than he is with his, with his Twitter game.
1: <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. He's probably going to be really good too, man. Like did you, he, hey,
0: did he, he you hear, is. did you hear, uh, when Mike McDaniel just out of nowhere just says, I don't know where everybody found out that Fangs is grumpy. I was like, <laughs> what a strange thing to reveal. He goes, yeah, I don't know where everybody got this rumor was that Fangs is a grump. He's a delight. <laughs> I was like, well, you guys haven't played games yet. I mean, he's, he, he may be he may be very surly. And Fangs does strike me as somebody who, who's going to wear losses badly. Well, I want him to be that
1: guy. Like, I want him to be a grump, you know, because we, we we need the yin and the yang. We have the quirky, funny, always trying to make a joke head coach, which yep. I love. I want the grump in the building who, you know, is waking up at seven in the morning. He's just pissed that he, he's he got to go in after a loss. And, and he just wants to study film. And he's looking at McDaniel, who's talking about uh some philosopher who he read up on last night. And he's like, I don't need that. BS right now. Like, let, let, let's study film, Mick Cochin.
0: Bear down. We'll take a quick break here on the Porpoise Pod, get some more of Mick Cochin's comments. We'll swim out after this.
1: Learn more at marines.com.
0: Swimming on here as the Porpoise Pod continues. Miami Dolphins uh, back in the news as the owners' meetings going on right now in Arizona. Mike McDaniel holding court today, as uh, many coaches did. A lot of them uh, speaking to the media. We'll get some uh, new rules this week. Solana, a lot of people think some wheeling and dealing going to happen on between the uh, the Jets and uh, and Aaron Rodgers. Let me ask you this. There, there does seem to be... Uh, speaking about Lamar last segment, but there does seem to be some Patriots, Lamar Jackson fodder that's out there. I think uh, Meek Mill told Robert Kraft that Lamar Jackson wants to come to the Patriots. <laughs> what a storyline. Hell of a storyline for sure. <laughs> um, Do you like, what do you think is like, do you buy any of this that the Patriots could be in on Lamar Jackson? Because i tell you what, this Bill Belichick seems to hate Mac Jones' guts. It's it's a very Flores, Tua-ish relationship, it feels like, between Mac Jones and Bill Belichick.
1: Yeah, I mean, Mac Jones didn't give any indication that he – like, genuine indication that he loves being a New England Patriot, right? Like, you could sense every time that they were down in the game, what was the clip where he's yelling, like, enough with the checkdowns, let's throw the damn ball. Like, you get that sense that he was frustrated with the situation, Bro, it reminds me of, not that Tannehill reacted that way, but it reminds me of how the Dolphins handled Ryan Tannehill, right? They thought he was extremely limited. They yeah. thought they needed to coach around him and just ensure he wouldn't make mistakes. And that that seems to be, I'm not watching every Patriots game. You know, I, we, we play them uh, twice a year. Want, but, yeah, why
0: would you want to watch Mac Jones? Uh, the
1: biggest loser team in the, in the NFL right now. But um, that, that seems to be the way that they're handling him, which is, Will win in spite of him, and it, 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 bro, if you told me the Patriots went out and landed one of one of the premier targets in free agency any year, I wouldn't put it past them just because Bill Belichick wants to win. You know, like yeah, he, for sure, he 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 wants that record. He's tired of losing. He's used to winning. It, it it doesn't feel very Patriots,
0: though. Like, they do that, but typically, like, they are usually bargain hunters. Like, that's... Yeah. Now, I know they spent a lot sure. of free agency last year, but, like, I'm talking about, like, legitimate star splashes. Like, getting Tyreek Hill, getting Devontae Adams. Like, the last thing we can remember is getting Randy Moss. And even he was kind of on a make good because of what was going on in Oakland. Right. So, for Bill Belichick to actually, like... Take a home run cut like this, I would be surprised. I would be, and, I, and I'm gonna be honest with you. If you told me which makes me more nervous, Lamar on the Patriots or Aaron Rodgers on the Jets, I'll tell you it's Lamar on the Patriots. I'm oh. not gonna lie, like that to me is a much more interesting hurdle than a downsliding Aaron Rodgers adding to the Jets, even if you think the Jets have a little bit better of a roster. Um, that to me is a that to me is a crazy wild card. It's not like the Patriots. Mac Jones sucks, but it's not like the Patriots were awful last year.
1: No, their defense was good. Like, go look at the last game. What was that? New Year's Day or whatever it was in New England. Like, they their defense took it to the Dolphins. And I know it wasn't Tua starting, but still, like, couldn't move the ball. Yeah, throw the pick six that ended that ended the game. Oof. No, I'm with you, man. Like, I'm 100 percent with you. But it's easier to be the team that was always bargain hunting when you had that stability of Tom Brady you know like they they've tried the the Mac Jones thing now for what two years this will be his third season and maybe Belichick just knows what the ceiling is and he he goes in a different direction which is we could have Lamar Jackson and I can maximize Lamar Jackson down here so like it, it wouldn't surprise me I'm with you though this isn't the Patriot way or whatever but it, that, that that doesn't to me it doesn't exist anymore you don't you don't have yeah, tom the brady main... was the way. yeah it was tom brady everything else made sense because you had tom brady it didn't matter you're going to be in the playoff hunt every year and once you're in the playoffs with tom brady it didn't matter they don't have that anymore they don't have that backbone anymore
0: did you see that uh by the way speaking of the pages did you see that uh uh mike mike mcdaniel said of uh Mike Asaki going to the Patriots, he said that they're getting a player with a chip on his shoulder. <laughs> wait, wait, What the hell was that? So good. He's so like good. just didn't didn't like Mike Asaki, huh? That happens. Like some players and some coaches they just don't vibe and
1: But but what do you what do you think really went on there? Like you think McDaniel sat with him and explained to him, "Hey, you got to learn how to block, bro." Yeah. Like you got to and and Gusecki was like bleep you. I, I don't block. I can't. I,
0: I don't think he was like bleep you. I think he's like I know what an elite tight end is, and you're not that. I don't think that I think you think that you're Kittle and I think that you're not. And so I, I, I think that's all it is. I think you think I think he's I, I think he's just not that impressed with him as a player. Look, he signed in he signed a one year incentive based deal with the Patriots. It's not like the rest of the league thought that the Dolphins were blowing this. Um he clearly has to get better in some areas as a player, but I just thought I thought that was such a thing. He's coming in with a chip on his shoulder. Jeez. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel without telling us how you feel. Mike, uh, Mike McDaniel. It was something, uh, but he did have this interesting thing to say. And I'm curious what you think about this. Cause it, it, this, this kind of gave me the gooses. I'm not going to lie. So he had this, he he had this talk. He was discussing the, somebody asked about the division and how good the division will seemingly get with Aaron Rodgers, Right. And he was going on this whole thing about like, well, yeah, you having a, a tough division is, you know, can be a hindrance, but also if you really are serious about winning that, you know, this can get you ready for the games that matter. And he goes, we lived it once. And one time was enough. Getting to the playoffs is cool. We're over that you want to win. So playing good teams of the regular season, however, on, the front end might seem like oh it's tough what else you really want is to try and win actual playoff games you're trying to get to the afc championship you're trying to win the afc championship you're trying to win the super Bowl. all those things you better be good be a very good team and battle tested and our division should help us do that but it's going to be stressful he's done with just making the playoffs i love yeah. that it, it's a not like look we check you checked that box made the playoffs now it's time to do some real winning and I appreciate Mike McDaniel going in that direction. I appreciate him kind of laying it out there like that. Like, if we just make the playoffs and don't do something that we haven't done in 23 damn years, that's a disappointment.
1: But, but what's the alternative? Like him saying making the playoffs is an incredible accomplishment. We should be proud of it. Like, I, I, yeah, I he, see
0: what you're, I see I what I you're think, saying. Here's the thing, though. But- I, the, thing, the thing
1: is why I was impressed by it is
0: because he said it unprovoked he wasn't asked what are the expectations of this team he wasn't asked are you guys a playoff of team in that case i understand what you're saying what's he supposed to say he's just being asked about the difficulty of the division and he's putting it out there that i'm not cool with just making the playoffs i we have done that that has been checked off the list so that's why to me when he brings it up out of a question you mean listen this guy can talk we know that uh, when he just brings it out of this two-minute answer, I am done just making the playoffs. We've done it. That accomplishment is over. To me, I was like, huh, "Look who's got his big coaching boy pants on."
1: Okay, okay, I, I'm with you. Like, I, I love that. I want that that confidence from him. Um, but, I, like, okay, well, let's see, let's see it then. You know, y- you have to take that leap. It it's to me, it's it's the the Pat Riley effect, right? He comes to South Florida and he's won so much that the only downside to that is expectations. But if you start talking that way, the downside is you're, you're held to those expectations. And again, I I want him to talk that way, but like there's still, there's still a lot of question marks regarding the biggest part of determining whether they're going to get past that hump of just making the playoffs or not. And I, I, I don't know, like maybe pump the brakes a little bit until you're sure Tua's neck muscles are extremely strong. That's all dude, I'm saying.
0: He, he, he's getting reports from Jiu-Jitsu. He's saying it's all good, dude. He I, did he, say that, right? He, he did say that. Today. He says, I have spy reports that are saying... Uh, I, by the way, can I tell you a story today? This is so embarrassing. So I actually asked my son. My son takes Jiu-Jitsu. He's seven. Um, so like my, my son's Jiu-Jitsu instructor... He teaches the kids' class before the adults' class. And so I don't know why I found this to be a, an okay question to ask him. But I said, uh, hey, a, a jiu-jitsu instructor, you guys know all each other. Where's this Tua taking jiu-jitsu? And he goes, what? I said, come on. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah, I know you guys know, because like he'll tell me these things like, oh... Uh, like we'll talk, uh, you know, uh, he knows, like I talked to fighters and things like that. He goes, Oh, I know such and such and such and such. Like that guy taught this guy. This is what he specializes in. I was like, man, geez, you good jujitsu guys really stick together. So I found it appropriate to like try and grill him to say, Hey, where's Tua taking this jujitsu?
1: <laughs> so you, you think they're all in one
0: big WhatsApp group? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's on like the, like South Florida BJJ. Like it's a Reddit. It's like a Reddit thread. And it's like Tua got his uh, got his blue belt today, you know.
1: They're sending each other updates on on Tua's jujitsu statuses every he single day. Uh, yeah,
0: he didn't. He's like, I, I don't know, man. He's like, he's probably taking that like American top team, like with you know, probably a private instructor.
1: There is a jiu-jitsu gym. I mean, walking distance from my house on Kendall Drive. It's right next to a Dunkin' Donuts. If you want Tobin, I'll you know I'll go pick up some Dunkin' mm-hmm. tomorrow morning. And then I'll, I'll just, Oh, like where am Oh, I'm sorry. I thought, I thought this was a uh, Dunkin' Donuts. I'm sorry. And I'll just walk in periodically from time to time. See if, and, two, is, see if two is there. You, is two a living Kendall? I don't think so, but this jujitsu gym looks, it, it looks legit. Like, mm. and by, what I mean by that is it just says jujitsu in big letters. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what makes a jujitsu gym look legit or not, but I, you know, I'll do my due diligence in the Kendall area.
0: I'm just going to keep asking people. I'm going to be like, Hey, uh, you got UFC coming to Miami next week. I'm gonna go, like ask Gilbert Burns? Hey, where's this Tua at, dude? You got to know. Where's he at? Where's you he at? Know. Come on, tell, where me, does, tell me, tell me where's
1: Where does Tua live? Do you know? I don't know. I
0: just always assume everybody lives in Davie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: I feel point. like
0: I feel like every dolphin since has just lived in Davie. That's just where they were. I guess suppose. I guess now you'd probably want to live.
1: I don't know where would Aventura,
0: I guess is where you would want to live if you were I a guess. dolphin now.
1: I feel like everybody lives in Broward. That's, yeah. by the way. Speaking of that small, uh, uh, little detour here. Since we recorded Crowder told a story on the air that, uh, Jalen Ramsey hit him up Hmm? and asked him, Hey, like where, where should I live? I'm thinking of, of Miami gardens because he wanted to be so close to the facility and Crowder had to hit him with a bro. Don't live in Miami gardens. Like you (laughs) want to, you want to stay, you want to stay away from Miami gardens. You know, the Davie area is nice. South beach is cool. Aventura is cool. No, well, don't live in good, Miami Gardens, for, but I, I I told Crowder I'm like, "Bro, maybe he'll love the stadium diner." You know, like, maybe you, he you will. there's know. a
0: Sonic. <laughs> there's a there's a Walmart. It's kind of it.
1: Yeah, everybody everybody lives near Crowder like in Davie. They all have these like big yeah. mansions in Davie. Tell
0: tell tell uh tell Ramsey to go live next to Leroy, you know? Bunch
1: of bunch of cowards by the way. You know, like, hey, you're playing for the Dolphins, live in Dade. Eh, live in Dade County. You
0: tell him, dude, I mean, I could get like I got it when the facility was in Broward, but now that it's in Miami Gardens, like I yeah live in Miami Gardens, I guess I don't know.
1: Especially if you're Jalen Ramsey, I mean, buy a, buy a beachfront property and enjoy what Miami's got to offer. You know, so what? You got to drive forty-five minutes on ninety-five, the most dangerous well, road in South Florida.
0: That's the thing, dude. You have to like because the Dolphins facility is kind of west. Like you yeah. want to live somewhere near the Turnpike yeah to get right off on that exit to 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 get to it and you know if you have to live east and then go all the way west, that's a pain in the ass but it, it's not it near is. the water
1: yeah, but listen, you're in Miami buy in you know buy in uh, enough with the Broward stuff buy into date
0: <laughs> all right everybody that's our porpoise pod. We'll talk to you guys next time.